0: Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more? More impact, more success, more satisfaction? Me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that combined with the truth of scripture have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. Take a knee, any knee. Today, I had an hour of physical therapy. I've been having pain in my gluteus maximus. (laughs) Posterior end? Derriere. You get the picture. And that pain radiates down my leg. Sitting at a desk seems to make it worse. Pretty bad for a person who sits at a desk for hours at a time. After the pain intensified in degree and in frequency, I figured I should probably do something about it. I thought about going to a chiropractor that a good friend recommended. There are mixed reviews of that particular field, but the pain had gotten bad enough that I was willing to try it, even with well-meaning caveats ringing in my head. But then I also realized I hadn't gotten assertive enough with my family physician. Kinda hard to do if you only see her every six to ten months for a quickie look-see and a meds refill. In my earlier consultations with her, she'd suggested my pain was age and osteoarthritis-related, which probably hurt my ego more than I'm willing to admit. So, I asked if we could just at least take a cursory look and not assume it's because I'm getting older. X-rays revealed some degenerative damage. Translation, age. Isn't that nice? But my pain in the pictures indicated something else might be going on, so we made appointments for physical therapy. My therapist examined me, poked and prodded a bit, and told me it's not a bone issue or an arthritis issue. It's a hamstring thing. Where the hamstring muscles attach to the joint, there's major inflammation. So we got to get that muscle strengthened and stretched to relieve the mess of inflammation. I've gotten it in with inattention. This is not my first foray into physical therapy. Years ago, in an auto accident, I crushed my patella. That's your kneecap for anyone who isn't a doctor, a nurse, an athlete, an accident victim, a klutz like me, a person in the mafia, (laughs) or the mother of any of the above. And after an unsuccessful surgery to try and piece the thing back together, the surgeon ended up removing the crushed bits and pulling the tendon down to accommodate the half of a kneecap I have left. Our insurance didn't cover physical therapy in those days, so the doc offered up a few pages of exercise diagrams, told me good luck, and told his intern that most people who do therapy on their own never succeed. Be prepared, he told me. You'll probably never get full range of motion. We'll see how you're doing in a few weeks. First of all, Do you know what happens when you tell a determined person they'll never do something? I've got enough natural rebellion in me that when you tell me you'll never, well, I think to myself, hide and watch, Missy, hide and watch. I made it my mission to push, push, push. Literally, one of the exercises was done while sitting at my desk, pushing the knee forward as far as I could push it over and over. Hide and watch. Second of all, never underestimate a good why. If your why is clear, the how is just details. My children were young and I needed to be able to get down in the floor with them, kneel down on my knees with full range of motion. So I started working on that knee, stretching the tendons, elongating the muscle to make up for the missing patella. My why was set in my mind little by little, the degree of bend in my knee indicated progress. At my first checkup after being released to physical therapy, I had gained movement up to 60 degrees. The next appointment a few weeks later, 90 degrees. Think right angle, a perfect L of upper and lower leg. And finally, At my last visit to the surgeon's office for follow-up, I could move the knee 115 degrees, full range of motion. My children weren't the only reason I needed to kneel. How else would I find socks under the bed or macaroni under the table? Or if I were trying to be spiritual, I might tell you I needed to be able to kneel and pray. In the Gospels, people knelt before Jesus, a man with leprosy, a synagogue leader whose daughter had died, a Canaanite woman whose daughter was demon-possessed, and a man whose son had seizures, and the soldiers who stripped him and crowned him with thorns and mocked him before they led him away to be crucified also knelt before him. In Ephesians, the Apostle Paul writes, For this reason, I kneel before the Father. Ephesians 3, verse 14. As I read this verse, I wonder what Paul's why was. What were the reasons Paul was kneeling in prayer? I found seven reasons for Paul's getting on his knees to pray. Number one, Paul was praying because of who he was. Back in verse 7 of Ephesians 3, Paul says, I became a servant of this gospel. He clearly understood who he was in the kingdom. When you are a servant of the gospel, regular communication with the master is a high priority. God has created all of us uniquely with our own identity. But like Paul, if we follow Jesus, we are servants, and Jesus is our Lord and Master. Prayer is as necessary as breathing if we're to be effective in the role he has for us in his kingdom. Paul, as a servant, got his marching orders by communicating with the Master. Number two, Paul prayed because of the gift he had been given. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace. Also verse 7. Grace is a favorite topic in all of Paul's writings. He said earlier in his letter to the Ephesians that God raised us up with Christ in order to show the incomparable riches of his grace. And now you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Chapter 2 verses 7 and 13. Through Jesus, Paul said, we have access to the Father, verse 18. What a wondrous gift of grace, and what a good reason to pray. Number three, Paul knelt to pray for the working of God's power. Although he said, I am less than the least of the Lord's people, this grace was given to me. Paul realized he needed the power of God to be and to do all that God asked him to be and do. Number four, not only was Paul a servant of the gospel, but his identity was apostle to the Gentiles. He, a Jew of Jews, trained to be a religious leader among his people, was called by God to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain that this was what God planned all along. Paul prayed for the people that God called him to make known The manifold wisdom of heaven, verses 8 through 10. Reasons 5 and 6, Paul prayed because in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence, verse 12. Do you ever find yourself hesitant to pray? There are times I feel unworthy, condemned, a debtor to a creator for whom I can never measure up. I have to remind myself that such thoughts are from the one who steals my freedom, kills my confidence, and destroys my intimacy with Jesus. He is a liar. Have you ever noticed that it takes no faith to believe the lies we speak and the enemy speaks to us? We swallow them whole. Agreeing with God for freedom and confidence takes faith. No wonder Paul prayed. He wrote, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, and nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 38 through 39. His prayer for the Ephesians is that they grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Number seven I ask you, Paul wrote in verse 13, not to be discouraged. He prayed because he knew his friends in Ephesus might be struggling with his difficulties. My sufferings, Paul wrote, are your glory. When your why is clear, the how becomes academic, just like my knee, which even as I advance in age, I still have full range of motion. Doing the therapy, putting in the work to make it function so that I could play with my kids and clean under my bed, and yes, even pray, was made easier because I understood why I was doing it. I quipped to a friend this past week that I'm no prayer warrior. I'm not the gal that Jesus wakes up in the middle of the night to get on her knees and pray, I said. As I read Paul's prayer for the Ephesians and see his reasons, I realize that my why hasn't been strong enough. When the why is clear, the how is easy. As I've been coaching people and writing podcasts, preparing for a series of mastermind meetings, my prayer life has become fuller by necessity. Like Paul My why is the one I serve, the ones God's called me to steward, the ones He's called me to communicate the riches of His grace and the manifold wisdom of God. None of these would be possible without the working of His power that Paul mentions not once, not twice, but four times in chapter 3 of Ephesians. What are your reasons for praying? Are they compelling enough to bring you to your knees? The psalmist wrote, Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Psalm 95 6. I think about my injury and in therapy so long ago. Who knew I'd need my knees in my old age? God did. Now to Him, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21. Father, Who can believe that the creator of all things and the one in whom all things hold together would want to have a conversation with us? By faith, Lord, I believe it, and I thank you for listening to my prayers, the sweet ones, the earnest ones, the ugly cry ones, the selfish ones, all the petitions I've offered up over the years, and you have heard and answered according to your matchless grace, power, and incomparable riches. Thank you, Father, for the yeses, the noes, and the not nows. Thank you for the promise of your words and for the freedom and confidence you give us by faith to approach you. Show us your power and use us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is in the field by audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.